Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night, no matter what time of day you're choosing to listen to this podcast. I'm so grateful for your listening ears and your open hearts. This is Reasons Why with Angel Erica. I am Angel Erica, and I'm excited for today's episode. If you haven't had a chance yet, go back and listen to the other two episodes from season two. And while you're at it, if you've missed any of season one, go ahead and throw that into your playlist as well. Again, this is Reasons Why with Angel Erica. I just came by to tell you thank you. Thank you for your support. Most want it, crave it, and even chase it. Love, romantic love. But do we really understand what it takes to hold on to it, work for it, maintain and grow it? As a single, I've come to the place where I'm moving away from the trial and error method when it comes to romantic relationships, and I'm moving toward wise counsel and sound advice. It's true that every couple is nuanced and different in some ways, but I'm finding in talking to loving couples, there are some lasting truths that can aid in maintaining and growing love. Communication, real talk, working through hard times, trying new things together, and actually taking the time to enjoy, respect, and support each other. On this episode of Reasons Why with Angel Erica, I have a conversation with Carrington and Chelsea of the Way Love Goes podcast, now available on Spotify. They walk me through the origins of their love and the evolution of their love. After talking with this loving couple, I'm more convinced now than ever before that I don't have to keep falling and scraping my heart. There is a better way. Sit and listen and soak in the stories and advice from couples who have been where I am and have made it to the other side to a stable, supportive, and meaningful love. Carrington and Chelsea have been married for five years and in a loving relationship for eight years. Carrington is an accomplished entrepreneur and musician. His barbershop, Carrington Cuts, sits in the heart of Midtown in Omaha, Nebraska. He is currently working on a musical project featuring samples from The Whispers. Chelsea is an amazing photographer and hair care guru who is developing her own hair care line. Without further delay, here's my conversation with the beautiful Carrington and Chelsea. How are you guys doing? How are your day? How's your day going? Smooth. We're so good. Yeah. We um we went to we just had a chill Valentine's Day. We just went to a hotel. Oh, know, that's nice. Yeah. Watched Coming to America. Order some Chinese. See, there you go. I watched Coming to America a couple of days ago. That's the yeah. perfect yeah. The new, movie. Exactly. Yeah. The new one's coming out. So. Oops. I have not laughed at an Eddie Murphy movie since life. Yeah, I feel you there. Yeah. True story. I haven't acted anything that he's put out since him, him and Martin Lawrence made that movie, and that's been a while ago. So, oh, yeah. yeah. Ain't nothing else been funny. I was funny. a little kid. <laughs> I, what was that one where he had, he was like the, um, 
the nerdy guy. And, oh, no, uh, 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 yeah, that was in 2009 or something. Norbert was all right. I didn't like it. I did not laugh not one time. I didn't smirk. I didn't laugh. Yeah. So hopefully he redeems himself with this coming to America, but we'll see. Anywho, I wanted to talk to you guys because you guys have your podcast on the way love goes, and I want to see how love is going okay. from um, uh, from a couple point of view. I have a singles point of view, but a couple's point of view. So, can y'all tell me a little bit about your background? How did y'all meet? Where you come from? Where you come from? And how it works all together? You start with? Uh, I will. Well, you the oldest. <laughs> uh, I mean, uh, <laughs> our background, um, we, uh, well, we originally met in high school. Not, okay. Like, we never Not really officially. got officially, like, introduced or anything like that, but we knew of each other. And then um, we didn't actually link until years later, 2013. When okay. We first link, and that was by happenstance. One of my friends worked with, uh, with her friend. <laughs> And we all ended up going out. Was it in, now what city is it? Is it Omaha? Omaha. Omaha. Mm -hmm. Omaha, yep. And we we just all ended up going out to the strip club. <laughs> <laughs> like, was it? Tell it like it. Three, three, yeah, three. It was just all my friends and his friends. Yeah. We were just cool and kill, uh, kicking it. And so oh, I really liked him. Oh, I like so for a long time. I skip. I left some context out. We have been like kind of flirting back and forth on Vine when that was still oh. a, a thing. So we, you know, five second videos where we would be commenting on each other's stuff and doing little things. And then the night we hung out for the first time, at the end of the night, we ended up kissing. Yeah. So I was like, well, and it was like full force. Since then, it was full force. Like what was in the kiss that told you he was the one for you or like he just went for it i was just like, <laughs> like no other guy i dated like was like a whole dude and was like i'ma kiss you i want to kiss you like you know he, he was like i'ma shoot my shot okay and yeah. his friends were right there like my friends were right there his friends were right there and you we was just like saying bye to each other so Karen, what was what were you thinking when you when you went for it? What were you thinking? <laughs> Honestly, like I usually don't even do stuff like that. Like I'm not the uh just trying to kiss on, you know, girls I just met type dude. Like I'm right. scared of STDs. <laughs> like heavy. Yeah. Well in Omaha, that's a real Yeah, fear. you know what I mean? Like that's very, real. very heavy. So like really in my head, I'm just like, you know what? It's like at that time, like, don't get it wrong, like I there were other girls that were in the picture that I was kind of off of and I was at the point like I really like this girl I'm about to make a move I don't know if we gonna hang out again or you know where it's gonna go after the night you know what I mean you go, you're gonna leave your mark you're like I'm gonna leave I like yeah, if, I, if I was like if I don't ever see her again she gonna remember this kid <laughs> wow and then it must have been a heck of a kiss because here we are in 2021 yeah so from there, how did the relationship blossom? Because there is like an initial attraction that happens in every relationship. Yes. But in order to go from that initial kiss back in the day to 2021, 20, years and years later, it got to be more than kisses to keep yeah. things rolling along. Mm -hmm. So talk about the evolution. Like, 
you go and you have that magnetic attraction at first and things are great and you just know in your heart this is this is the one for you and then what happens you guys start dating exclusively or are you still dating other people or well, what happened? It was just like a lot of communication. Yeah, we, we were just, just like really into each other. We knew we was into each other, so we we were just talking to each other every day, mm-hmm. constantly to a point where we were like just sending songs and stuff. We were yeah. like, "Song of the day. This is the song of the day." And I was things I find. You now here's here's my dilemma. I find that when that initial attraction happens, conversations happen. Like you texting someone all day, hey, how's it going? How you doing? I'm doing good. What you doing later? Oh, I'm doing this later. And you you send in cute quotes and emojis and stuff. Yeah. But And so like down the road, it might be three months down the road. It might be four months down or five months down the road. But somewhere down the road, you kind of have to side eye that person and be like, I didn't even know. Yeah, yeah where was the substance? But you weren't like this one preacher that he he passed, but he had this relationship series. He said, investigate before you invest. Yeah. And no, so, cool. like, see if you're even aligned. Not that that person is a bad person, but that's how I find what I'm finding as a single is that. It's so lovey-dovey and so superficial what the conversation is like. Yeah, you're going on the you going to sleep talking to them on the phone, but what are you really talking about? Right. You know, oh, I'm into you, I'm into you too, and you make me feel, you make me feel too, but then you're not talking about anything that's going to support. So were you guys talking about those things early on or how did how did how was your conversation? It kind of a lot of that stuff really. Uh, it was natural. It, yeah, it just happened naturally. Like we didn't really um, force. Like me, um, and somewhat of an overshare. I wanted to be uh, <laughs> as honest as possible as yeah, I could yeah. with her. You know, just knowing like I like I just know me personally in my history. Most of the time, I'm coming into the relationship as the person who's been in more serious situations. Okay. And more things. So knowing that I just came in just like, hey, this is what I did, this is who I am, you know, this is what I'm not gonna tolerate. Okay. <laughs> like, and okay. it wasn't even on no like me, like I'm I'm easy in you know in a sense, but it was just like certain things like I let be known like out the gate mm-hmm. red flags for me when they happen. And that's where the communication when I say communication out that's where we that that's the stuff we were talking about it was just like that happened naturally it wasn't just like him just harboring on me and saying all that stuff it was just natural like is it kind of off-putting to be for somebody to be that open and honest or were you like yes yes an open transparent guy finally it was it wasn't off-putting, but it was just like, dang, he like being real open and I don't know what he's on, but you know, I really like him and stuff. So I would just like, I I was looking out for red flags as well. And he yeah. never gave me those. He gave me some, but we worked through those, you know? Oh, did you verbalize your red flags like he did? Yes. Like just talking about our uh, past, what we've been mm-hmm. through past and stuff. I, you know, let him know and communicate him what I won't tolerate and what. That's awesome. That's awesome because, like I said, from a singles point of view, it seems like 
we're very hesitant to set boundaries. Yeah. And boundaries are not just for you, but it's for the other person. That's true. You, if you never verbalize those boundaries and they cross that line with you, and now you gotta, you know, got your attitude up, and they're like, I didn't even know it was a problem. You have to set those boundaries and you have to talk about those things early so right. they don't know how to navigate. I mean, it's two different individuals trying to come together yes. and, you know, everybody's different. Triggers are different, you know, but if you never express those and early on in those first couple of weeks or first couple of months, everything you do is peaches and roses and you can't do anything. Yeah. You know, that's not real. You're not being real, You're not giving that person the opportunity to accept or decline those boundaries. You know what I'm saying? That's true. I feel like, and, and I feel like a lot of people don't do it because there's like a big stigma on like what information people want to disclose and how early. <laughs> Like when it's like you don't know how long you're gonna have with this person, like, right. you, exactly. like you want to drag stuff out. Yeah. Like that's how I think about life. Like life is fleeting. Like yeah. I don't like to sound morbid or anything, but like you don't know. Like, and, but your boundaries are always gonna be your boundaries. Yeah. If I don't, if I don't like a certain way that someone talks to me, that's not gonna change day one or day one hundred. That on day one, just to get it out the way and say, hey. You know, we're, you know, we're just getting to know each other, but I want to be upfront, honest with you. Kind of like what you guys did and say, I don't, when, when people talk to me in this type of tone, it brings up things to me. I would prefer, I would rather not even go there. That's something that's a, a hard stop for me. Right. And then that going to know, hey, when we argue, when we disagree, there's, so, there's one place I can't go, you know, this kind of helps things along instead of just this ambiguous kind of, mm -hmm. it's, it's a fluffy relationship. Like right. the fluffy relationship that's not built on substance. And it, it, I mean, it may last, but it'll be so awkward. You know, it'll turn out to be, it, it'll start out being something that could be beautiful, but because you're not open and honest, it ends up being just, I mean, you're treading on eggshells, you know, right. it's like walking on clouds, you know? Exactly. So, Communication is there. The attraction is there. What's the other component? What's 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 other components that kind of made you guys work? Trying new stuff. Trying new stuff and just being there for each other. Like yeah, we knew that we were important to each other, even if like it wasn't love yet in the beginning. Mm -hmm. um, but we made time for each other, yeah. and we considered each other, and we always work through whatever problems we had. Now, I, I really do feel like God kind of put some some wild situations in early yeah. in our relationship <laughs> because like early on like her grandmother passed mm -hmm. her father's mother um, like I was in the middle of getting evicted and getting a whole bunch of stuff. wages garnished all type of things like going through a bankruptcy and she had just started dating me you know so to be going through something that financially crazy right <laughs> we're open with her about that because sometimes yeah. find like the the worst thing that you could talk about especially in this age of social media where we want to pretend like we have it all going on and you meet the woman of your dreams you meet the woman that's right for you and you're going through these financial things you know i 
I think that would help a lot of free a lot of guys what you just said that you invited her in I mean because as a woman that's all we want we don't necessarily want to fix the problem for you or anything like that but be open be transparent with us give us the option of whether we support you or not but don't just shut us out you know because then because then in our minds you know or in my mind I'm like oh he's hiding something something And then so you go to another place, then you're thinking, oh, I'm hiding my finances. She's thinking, you you hiding Becky, Jane, Susie. Right. Old time, broke, baby, I'm just. (laughs) Yeah, you got got my mind spinning. So that's beautiful. And then on your part, Chelsea, that you were able to grieve your your loved one with him instead of shot shutting him out of your grieving process right super duper important because yeah. it's like that person is supposed to be your person mm-hmm. but if section in all parts of your life that they're not included in that's going to build up walls there you know because then it creates the tit for tat oh you're not letting me in on that so when something happened over on my side right. i'm not going to and then it just becomes i mean Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So that's beautiful that you let her in and you let him in in such a way that it bonded you guys. Because yeah. that doesn't always happen. I mean, I've been in some relationships where it's like down the road, they'll tell me something that happened. I'm like, <laughs> I was telling you earlier. Hey. I feel like I talk to you every day, sometimes two, three times a day. And now you're telling me this big thing happened. <laughs> but then that made me feel like, okay, so well, I must not be on the level that I thought we were on. Mm-hmm. But I, in, in that other person's mind, he may have thought, oh, well, I don't want to oh, expose myself like that or be vulnerable. Like that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, I, yeah, I go ahead. Like that too. But it was more so on a uh, not wanting to worry her. Like when she, like if I felt like she had stuff going on and was already worrying, and I'm like, this little stuff I got going, I'm gonna talk to God about it, and then I'm gonna come back <laughs> when, it, when it's handled. <laughs> but Chelsea, but, what is your thought on it? When what what is your thought? Do you want to know everything? Do you want to know those things, even if they're even if he thinks they're little to him, do you want to know those things? Or are you okay with him thinking, pulling some things back or? I mean, we talked about this recently and I always want to know, like what Me too. I'm supposed to be, you know, your helpmate and help yeah. you and be the one that, you know, you need to go, you know, other than God, of course, God's going to be the first one you go to, but right, right. that earthly person that, you know, can help you and absolutely you can pour into because I, I have the capacity, you know, to I'm here as your wife. I, I have the capacity to help you that way and to be there. That's, I mean, that's beautiful to think of it because you're like, I'm trying to protect her. I don't want to put more in her pot. But you, and she's like, I have the capacity. Right. I've been I've been trying to be better like about that when she actually gave me the group life on that. It's really hard to open up because I feel like I might be on the side of, I will take other people's, you know, I'm supportive of other people. Right. Um, 
but me sharing what I'm going through is so much harder, like a thousand percent harder. Like pulling, pulling just like information out of me is like, and then I end up keeping it to myself, but then it ends up biting me in the butt because I think the only way to get closer to somebody is through transparency and honesty and honest dialogue and conversation. So those going through those things that attraction was there, the communication was there, weathering hard times were there. What's some other ingredients that um, have y'all in for the long haul? Doing, doing things together, yeah, activities. Like, yeah, doing new things. Yeah. Like things we haven't done before and yeah. um, things that, like experiencing things together. Yeah, traveling like things, and stuff. Like, having memories, creating memories and stuff like that. Do you guys have a lot of common interests um, that you could try things together, like if Chelsea, or if you don't, are you, you guys open to try what the other person wants to do, even if you're not, that's not necessarily your thing? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I've, <laughs> I've been telling them I want to go fishing and, you know, like, occasionally go paintballing too. Yeah, all know? that stuff. <laughs> even down to like, like my uh my anime and stuff. Yeah, like, that's when true. we first started dating, she was like, "What are you watching? Like, what is?" This? <laughs> and like, I, I'm not caring. I'm gonna still watch my stuff, but I, I'll be telling her like, "You got it." I was like, "You'll love some of this stuff." And I finally got her to watch one that I really like, and she watched it like three times over, <laughs> back to back. <laughs> yeah, and it was sweet because it was like you know he again considered me and was like, "Okay, I'll." think this would be an anime that she would like and yeah I liked it see I, I was willing to try it. I liked it. there you go because you know like I said people are so different you're not gonna like the same things all the time and there are gonna be some times where you have to compromise and so that's beautiful that you know if this is your idea and I'm not 100% into it I'm still going to try it you know I'm not gonna be like no shut that down don't ask me <laughs> That's what happens sometimes. I, I see it a lot of times in um, older couples that have been together right. for some one person has continued to um, bend over for the other person, but the other person doesn't bend in the other direction. Right. And it's like they're so miserable because it's like a longing there for yeah. the other person to just kind of step into the other person's shoes, but they never will. Yeah. And, and see, that's that goes that goes back to like those boundaries for me. Like I decided a long time ago, so I'm not gonna be in that type of relationship. Mm. But where it feels one-sided. And where yeah. resentment is, because resentment when it's built. Yeah. There you go. Better to be alone. Yeah. But then some people don't think that though. Some yeah. people don't think that as long as they have someone it's better than no one at all. And you'll see people kind of jump out of one relationship to the other without learning the 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 lesson to be learned because they feel like they are incomplete without you know being in a relationship and it's hard to kind of change that mindset um because like you like you see you see on social media everybody booed up and oh valentine's day just happened and everybody's showing the best of the couples and you know, putting their best foot forward and the rose petals and stuff like that 
relationships aren't all rose petals. You know, it's a lot of hard work. It's a lot of, like you said, communication, going through hard things together, trying new things. Maybe you might not be that into, but being there for each other, the work that goes into that, that's not a post that you rarely, you readily see on social media. Right. You don't, you don't see any deep, conversations with couples and so that's why I, I really like what you guys do are doing on your podcast because you're talking about issues that social media would never post because it's not the glamour of it yeah. you got talking about the nitty-gritty what what it takes to be long-term you right. know and I really appreciate that because people need to know I mean it's not Social media posts are so fake and phony. I'm like, I'm over it. I'm over seeing you giving him kisses and stuff like that. Oh, <laughs> you ain't. Come on, what's the real? Exactly. Okay, because I mean, I've, I've been in relationships where I know I didn't feel like being kissed up or booed up. I'm like, you stay over there for a couple of days. I'll be over here for a couple of days, you know? So I, I just really appreciate y'all podcasts. What made y'all start it in the first place? It was just a lot of people coming to us for advice. Yes, it was just like random people. Uh -huh. I would be going out with my friends and I like, you know, when we're out having fun, people would come up and be like, you know, want to know and communicate and say, oh, you know, what What are you doing? What are you doing today? And what's, what, you know, what's your life? And mm -hmm. I'll be like, I'm married. And then they would be like, oh, you're married. And then they would just spill their life to me. And then. Yeah, because you know, when we have a married friend, that married friend becomes the expert in all things couples. You know? <laughs> it's wild. It's wild to like, I've been that dude even before I was married for really? my friends. Like, and it used to irritate me. <laughs> so I'm like, dude, I ain't got all the answers. I don't know. Like, I be going through it with women right. too sometimes. I'm like, like we just learned it, you know. And that's and that's really what like another reason why we created it because we um uh, like there we seen there was a demand for it. Like Chelsea made a post like asking like if we did this, would y'all tune in? And everybody like, yep, do it, do it, do it. So <laughs> right. like the people have spoken, and then I like just we want to learn too. Like we're we're still growing at the same time that we're, you know, telling you, you know, how to navigate through this stuff. Mm -hmm. Right. What is the most popular subject or topic or advice that people want to know from you guys? What's the most popular topic that you guys, you guys had so far in your podcast? Uh, I don't know. I feel like, dang, I know we got a lot of traction. We actually got a lot of traction the on first, our singles episode. Is the single, yeah, the singles one, like with- uh, That makes sense. We had a girl's perspective from our uh, my friend Tia and uh, uh, a woman's perspective and then a man's perspective from his friend, Just B. Mm -hmm. That got a lot of traction. That in our first episode, because people were just waiting for it. Right, yeah. right. So in the future, what is the, what is the future of the podcast? Like what direction are we going in for the next season coming up? Just talking about new things and yeah. just exploring and growing and doing new things that will attract new people. Mm -hmm. Like our next episode is going to be a review on a movie called Malcolm and Marie. Yeah. It just premiered on Netflix. So we okay. want to do more different. We weren't doing things like that before where we're reviewing movies, movies like, like that. that. 
about relationships and everything. And I feel like that's, I watched the movie. I'm gonna watch the movie, movie again with Carrington. And we're gonna like take notes and stuff and unpack talk about it. it. Yeah. yeah, unpack it. Cause there was a lot of stuff in there. Oh that. yeah, we're gonna start doing like, uh, like more lives and stuff like that once we get a better setup. Um, so like on, Love. Uh, on our Instagram, probably, I don't know, we debate on probably, probably more Facebook because we got, yeah. we have more followers on our Facebook. I'm, I'm a lazy podcaster. I will admit that it's so much work. It is. It is. <laughs> <laughs> like, this, this is like somebody's nine to five and this is not my day gig. So I cannot sit up all day with it, but like, I want to see what y'all post. Hopefully I will. <laughs> all right, now Chelsea, I know you are a photographer and you're a singer, songwriter, all these different things. Can you tell us a little bit about what you have going on, projects that you're working on, that you will be working on? What does the future look like for you? Well, I am starting my own hair care line. <laughs> Simply Soul, it's a hair mask line uh, of all natural products. Yes. Using uh, fruits and veggies and um, oils and everything. And just helping different types of hair. Like I'm here. I have two here. products and it's just going to help three different types of hair. And problems. I'm all that because I need some help. I've got like three different textures going on in my hair right now. <laughs> I was like, I discovered that until Karen to cut my hair. I was like, okay, this is this is about 4A right here on the right <laughs> head. I got about 3C right here. This is this is definitely 4C. It's a different color. So I'm, I'm gonna have to use about three different three different products that you have. <laughs> I will definitely you some. Stuff. But I'm, I'm into natural because I, I went vegan a couple of years ago. Mm -hmm. and I've just been slowly trying to incorporate more just natural plant-based stuff because we don't realize how much bad stuff we're putting in our bodies and on our bodies, you know, and like the amount of toxins that people are putting in these products and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So especially with your hair, I mean, that soaks mm -hmm. down into your blood and everything you got to be super cool about that so i'm 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 here for that do you have any music coming huh are you working on any music the two of you are you guys doing music together no uh, chelsea ain't doing no music <laughs> no i'm not doing any music i'm not i'm okay. working on that full time right now Okay, uh, well that's enough, girl. Cause you got to yeah. get these three different hair types together, <laughs> one head, and I ain't got but like this much hair, and it's got three different. I'm using moisturize, different moisturizers here, and then oh, up here, I'm just like she won't be right. She like, <laughs> she like a fist in the air. I'm, I'm mm -hmm. okay. Well, I'm, I'm gonna get you right, and I'm gonna send you all three. Thank you, girl. Thank you. I need it. Now, Carrington, what about you in this music? Tell Ooh. us. I got, what am I doing right now? I got a beat tape I'm working on um, with all samples from the Whispers and stuff. Okay. Like a few more tracks that I'm doing for that. It's going to be like more uh, up-tempo stuff to dance to. I'll just flip the tracks a little bit. You know, the Whispers is uh, one of my dad's favorite groups. Oh, they my favorite R&B group. Really? Yeah. Oh, so you can't 
that like, don't let far as, like old school R&B groups go like I got other ones that I love but like they just had too much sauce that's yeah. why I, that's why I like them stylistic like I because uh, it, it was funny because I didn't realize how many of their songs that I knew and loved until I seen the video I was like these dudes all the time I said oh these they great <laughs> But like got that. Um, I'm working on a uh, a little short like combo. Uh, really a R&B EP with uh my brother Just B, who's a mm -hmm. phenomenal R&B singer here in the city. Um, outside of that, just doing other things musically. I've got an old sampler that I've been playing around with and starting to uh make beats on that I'm going to start uploading to my YouTube. Just expanding my um my uh what's i say my catalog from just being straight hip-hop and r&b most yeah. most people know me for mainly rapping although i've had r&b projects and stuff they know me mainly for rapping so i'm just trying to move towards just making music prod, prod in your horizon yes. yeah. right that's all right yeah, you know that box they try to put me in <laughs> that's what it's all about i feel like that's the thing this year if you haven't learned anything else life is too short to be put in a box whatever people think about you just shatter that box go for what you want to do because life is just too short i mean this year has been crazy i mean the last 12 months have been just ridiculously crazy now if you think about this now think about this you guys a year ago in February, we didn't, we weren't even thinking about no coronavirus. Oh, no, no, no. That's why you have to seize the moment. I mean, really seize the moment, seize the day. Are you guys going to go and do a YouTube channel to um, coincide with your podcast at any point or? We'll be working yeah. on that because um, I just got my new camera today. And okay. Um, function, so I'll be working on, you know, learning that whole realm thing. That'll be so cool. The love, the way love goes podcast, YouTube channel. Mm -hmm. And you can do, do funny little videos and stuff like that to mirror it. What is one thing that you wish new couples would stop doing? I want new couples to stop broadcasting all of the great lovey-dovey things that they do. <laughs> Oh on gosh. social media only reason being like love to see it don't get me wrong yes you should do those things but what happens very often is they do all of this and like you said earlier it's super fresh everything's all fluffy mm -hmm. but in the background there's bs going on yes and that bs trickles right back on over to social media after you done did all this lovey-dovey stuff on Front Street. And now people know. Now yeah, people now people know. Exactly. I said, like, I wish people would just stop doing that. By all means, you know, when you happy, celebrate. By all means. But like, broadcasting every single thing is gonna bite you. Like, it's gonna bite you. Yeah. I, I would actually say the same thing because I just, it's, every day is something new. Yeah. <laughs> It's got to a level that I, I would agree. It's got to, and then it makes singles think, oh, I will never be able to attain that. You know, so, or you don't even want to be in a situation. 
Yeah. You see, you're like, oh, they was all doing all lovey dovey. Now nah, look at them. Right. See, that's yeah. all, y'all, you look at all y'all in relationships is fake. Like, it's. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ah. You be shamed, though. You be shamed. That's why, you know, I, I from the very beginning, I never put anything relationship wise ever. And I've been in some long term relationships, but I never put anything relationship wise on social media because I don't want you. It might be a good moment that we share, but if it's your if I'm telling you it's your business to share in my good moment, I'm telling you it's your business to share in my bad moment. Right. I don't want you to know any of it. So I don't post any of it on there. Like I want it to be between me and the person I'm with and we'll just rock it out that way. You know, out the good moments, I'll take that selfie or, you know, and pr- print it out, put it in my photo book, but you know, social media won't see it. But yeah. social media, I tell you. I could be married for 10 years with three kids and won't nobody know it. <laughs> won't nobody know it. What What do you want singles to start to do? To start to do? Okay. Okay, I want singles to start communicating. <laughs> like, that's my main thing. Like, communication, like, I feel like a lot of people will communication and stop cutting people off so easily. Yeah, I feel like people don't communicate and then make up some narrative in their mind and then cut people off just based on the narrative in their mind without communicating. Mm -hmm. I I have been guilty of that in the past. I have been. Yeah, it's so easy to do. Of course you're going to do I did it. (laughs) So, yeah, but... I'm like, do you see me? I am tired, okay? I'm fine. I cut some. Phone, phone be ringing, text messages, are you okay? I'd like flip, block. Easy. That's so true. But like, just, yeah, just willing to, I don't want to sing with Open your mind. Yeah, open your mind. Start, be willing to put in some work. Like, understand that some people go through things and gone through things in the past even from childhood Absolutely. you probably that's have where, to break that down that's where it all comes from for your childhood you yeah. learn open mechanisms and certain behaviors and you just kind of been rolling with those same ones ever since and that and i feel like that's why we work so much because we did talk about our childhood like that's what we like when the cut like when the relationship starts and you're like, oh, what's your favorite color? What you <laughs> like? like, we were like, oh, how did you grow up? You know, what was it like? That's good. You know? That's good. Ask that's some important questions, basically. That's stuff that you need to know because, like you said, people are dealing with childhood traumas and you stepping on line, landmines that you don't even know it. That's so true. Ask those questions. Now, Carrington, you said something start recognizing that you're gonna have to put in work yep it's not it's a daily choice and i feel like i said i was in the mind state at one point where i was like i'm not i'm not inconveniencing myself at all and that was just the place that i was in my life and ain't nothing wrong with that but it is wrong when you call yourself trying to be in a relationship with somebody or take dating seriously Mm-hmm. You can't date anybody seriously if you're just going to cut them off the first time they, you know, make you mad 
or they do something that rub you the wrong way. Right. You know what I mean? Like, was there stuff early on that I might have done or that Chelsea might have done that we rubbed each other the wrong way on? Very much so. <laughs> but we discussed them. Right. We communicated, like, even if we got, like, mad in that moment, we communicated that. And we always didn't. went back to the yeah. issue. Like, we didn't, like, make ignore, it something else. Yeah, yeah, or ignore it. And be like, oh, we're fine now, so we're not going to talk about it. Like, we will always go back to that issue. And that not that what happens in relationships, most relationships? Mm-hmm. The moment will pass, and you'll be like, well, I'm not going to bring that up. Yeah. I'm not going to. But what happens is it never really goes away. What it will happen was it'll meet another moment and come back. Come back up. It'll stack up until it's a mountain between the two of you. And you can't really is now it's insurmountable. Now you you're trying to get something new now because we I can't cross that mountain. You ain't gonna cross back over here. I'm just gonna ahead and give me something new. That's where the work comes in. The work is going back and being mm-hmm. like, hey. We need to talk about what happened the other day. Mm-hmm. When has prevailed, I think that's easier than trying to navigate elephants in the room. Like it's so much more convenient to talk about it, you know, when it's still a little bit fresh, not so fresh that you're about to lose your temper, or, you know, go off the handle, but it's still a little bit fresh where you can remember, you know, what you need to say and, you know, what occurred because then you know six years later you bring it up and you like but you you stacking right you stacking so you're going back six years that's why in 2009 when i told <laughs> you that one thing and you like what that, that happened that happened like 15 years ago what are you talking about you know what i'm talking about but he he really don't know what you're talking about because you kind of told him it was okay by just keeping on going yeah. and that's where the the fakery comes in in yeah. relation you, you it's not just being fake with social media it's being fake with one another like if you're not okay with it say you're not okay with it you know and I think that's for me has been the greatest learning curve that I've had over these last couple of years is feeling comfortable with myself to say things honestly and openly because at first in relationships I'd be like oh that's fine that's okay that's okay oh you did this oh that was foul but that, no you know what that's okay that's oh, that's okay I'm okay <laughs> and, then, and then get down the line and I'm fake like that at first and then I get down the line about maybe a year and a half two years in and I'm like peace I can't I can't I can't Holly Berry has left the building I will no right. longer be Viola Davis has canceled this show. Yep. I, I, I will not be acting. Okay, there, your 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 show will not be renewed for a second season. Is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. And, and it, it really leaves it really leaves the other person like, what ha- what just happened? But it was me being fake to that other person because I wasn't I wasn't allowing myself space in the relationship like I allowed that person and then got mad when that person moved they all their bags and they they garbage in and I only had a little bit of corner but that's I told them I was okay with a little bit of corner mm-hmm. yeah. and then I but I really wasn't okay with a little bit of corner <laughs> exactly. so, so I, started, really I started 
back door. I said, okay, go ahead. I'm going to find me another place to live because I'm, I'm not okay with this. <laughs> it, it makes you look crazy, though. It makes yeah. you look so it's so much easier to be honest and open and be like, hey, like you said at the beginning, these are my boundaries. These are my red flags. I like you, but these are still going to be my boundaries. At the end of the day, this is how I want to be treated. This is how I'm going to treat you. And let's roll with it. Whatever else comes, as long as we set the ground rules, we can navigate it. This was such a good conversation. It was. I appreciate you guys so much. I appreciate you guys so much. Okay, now tell everybody. Okay, wedding date. When did you guys get married? May, May 7, 2016. 2016. Coming up on five. Coming up on five years, but you guys have been together a total of the seven, seven years. It's about, eight. Well, it's about to be eight. It's about to be eight in November. Okay. A total of eight years. Been married for five years. Now, what would you say? Okay, so you guys dated a couple years before you married. Yeah. We uh we got in we got engaged two years to the date of us dating. And then, okay. and then okay. got married six How months later. You know, Carrington, this is a man question because I see these posts. And is I now in my heart of hearts because I've been married before. I was married ten years. Um, it's different for everybody. Marriage is a big deal to everybody, but it's different for everybody. You know what I'm saying? And because of things that have gone on in somebody's past, they might be a little more, you know, shy about marriage. How did you know that you were going to ask her to marry you? How did you know she was the one for you? And Chelsea, I'm gonna have a, now think about this while he's answering. How did you have a time frame that you was going to give him in which to ask you? Like, were you like, if it's coming up on three years, I'm out of here. Okay, so Karen, how did you know that you wanted to marry her? And when did you know that you wanted to marry her? First thing first, I have to say, I never date anybody I want to marry eventually. Okay, okay, I, I feel you. I never liked just, I was like, I felt like if I was going to be just messing and fooling around, I'd just be single. So I knew that I was going to marry her. It was more so of a, a time frame, like mm -hmm. financial type deal. And it actually took your great brother. <laughs> Josh telling me, um, whatever we had a situation, we had a situation. Um, wasn't nothing, nothing crazy, just a, a misunderstanding between the both of us and like how I view, how I viewed life and the things that I knew and what she knew at that point in time. Me and uh, it came to the point where I gave myself an ultimatum and I said, um, Carrington, you're either going to one, leave her alone, let her, you know, do her thing, whatever she want to do or you're going to put a ring on it and become her husband. Okay. Yep, and I thought about where I was going in life, you know, how I felt with her, everything I wanted to do, and I was just like, yeah, we about to do this. And I went and bought a ring. And so did you have the same, Chelsea, did you have the same thought of either he's going to be all in or not? Or were you, were you thinking timing or? Anything like that time frame or were you just going with the flow? No, I was just going with the flow, really. I just was going with the flow. I was 24 at the time. 
Yeah, 24 at the time. And well, we, I got married at 24. So how old was I? I was 23 at the time. But anyway, I was early 20s. Mm-hmm. And I was just going with the flow. And I knew I wasn't going to do nothing to, you know, hurt him or nothing like that. I just was going with the flow when we were together. And that's what it was. And I did whatever point, he needed to do. <laughs> I, I, well, I see posts where if a man ain't asked you after this amount of time, then he's not interested in you. But then I'm like, everybody's so different and everybody's background is different. And where you coming from is different. Like, I mean, I'm in my 40s, you know? So it's like been there, done that, you know, mm-hmm. I'm on anybody's timetable. But I feel like, people have this way of thinking of things, putting people in the box and saying, this is how all relationships should go. This is how all there are some commonalities in relationships, no doubt. Like communication, that's just a given, you know, transparency that's just a given. But in terms of timetables and stuff like that, people are so different. I mean, it happened, let it happen when you let it flow. Because I never like the whole timetable thing. Like I said, like, I feel like, honestly, I feel like most men, like in my humble opinion, know whether or not they want to be with a woman long-term within the like first six months. Yeah, I do agree with that, yeah. The, the rest is just like filling out the situation and making sure, like, okay, right. is, is this actually going to work? I really do want to be with her, but is this actually going to work? Right, right. Yeah, my whole thing was like, we're believers, we're both believers. We go to the same church together. We know God. Mm-hmm. He gonna give us the desires of our hearts. I knew that right. I wanted to be him with him in that way. We just had to pray for it and pray to it and get to pray. that. Oh, yeah. So it's just like, I didn't really think about it and uh, like, okay, you know, I'm gonna get married by this date, by this time. I just knew that I wanted to get married one day. Mm -hmm. I had a guy that was the guy of my dreams. It's gonna happen eventually, basically. I mean, cause the real is we almost didn't even get there. Like we almost didn't even get to proposal. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Just because, and like I said, nothing, we never had, you know, I thank God we never had like any situations like infidelity or anything like that. There were just super huge misunderstandings and like how I operated within a relationship and how mm-hmm. she operated within a relationship. And that's really why I gave the ultimatum because I talked to, um, I talked to Josh and I talked to uh, Teresa and like brought them my grievance and like what was going on, why I was mad, how I felt. Yeah. They gave me the real. It was just like, yeah, she wrong, but you not her husband. Right. And, and I, you were like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I had to respect it. Like, I, I, you know, although I didn't, like, necessarily like it, at first, like, I had to respect. I was like, you know what? That's right. I am really just her boyfriend right now. I don't have any say so on certain things. And that's what, how I was basically navigating. Like I was just yeah. Okay, so Chelsea, I really, okay. You are, 
you are in my head so much. Okay, I want you to talk about that mentality because I think there is a divide. Some women go into relationships and they put on the wifey hat right mm -hmm. away. And I'm not knocking that. That's mm -hmm. for you. But this is my phrase. Girlfriend don't mean wife. Right. And exactly. certain things that I would do as a wife that I would, uh, you know, that I will not be doing as a girlfriend, point blank and the period. So can you really talk about that that mindset? It's, and I don't think it's a bad thing to it's come in. There is a negotiation, okay? It was, we, have signed a we have not signed any contract, exactly. okay? It was just that I was single. I was, I was in God's eye single. And yeah. like, you can't tell me, like basically tell me what to do or, cause you don't have that authority in my life, you know? Right. And yes, you are my boyfriend and I love you, but yeah. I am married to you. I don't have to, I consider you as much as I consider you. <laughs> yes, yes, but it's a cur it's a courtesy consideration. Yes, because it's, I, it's, I it's not like oh, oh I have yeah. to do this. It's just like yeah. okay, I'm gonna consider you because oh, I'm so people. glad I'm <laughs> because I just thought, I mean, I, and I, that's my phrase. Girlfriend don't mean wife. I'm and I, I'm going to do what I want to do when I want to do it. I'm not gonna ask your permission. I'm not going to check in with you, you know? And if I do, that is a courtesy that I'm extending to you. That's not anything that you have a right to. I'm extending that courtesy to you. Um, and that that's the way I move and I operate, you know? And right. I, for, for you to have that mindset, it just, it kind of validates what I've been saying all along because it, it, it alerts the guy on his end. Oh, well, either I better go ahead and uh, step up or I better be cool with how but she's moving. And it's it crazy because I couldn't be mad at all. Because <laughs> I was true. Because I was, because on the flip side, I was the same way. Yeah. yeah. Speak. Like I said, that I was the same way. Like I, I'm just the boyfriend. So there was things that I was going to do where you don't have no say so on that neither. But right. like I said, there was just a difference in the way that we both operated within relationships. Right. There were certain things that I didn't do in relationships. Yeah. I mean, I, it's, it's, it is what it is at the end of yep. the day. And it, it puts that person on alert or notice that, you know, yes, you are special to me, but you're not the end all be all. Mm -hmm. We're not it in that way that we're going to I'm going to uh, make any you know what I'm saying I'm not going to adjust you know and carve out right and in my mind I'm thinking and maybe I shouldn't think this way but there's a 50 50 chance this might not work we love each other we're there for each other but it might not work and I done did all this bending Scooping and and then I just look like a fool at the end of the day. So let me live my life. Let me be happy. Let me do my traveling. Let me do what I gotta do. I'm not gonna be out there in these streets being reckless. But at the same time, I'm not going to be just uh, having you waiting for your stamp of approval on everything yeah. I do. But some women come into a relationship. They want their wifey. They want. And okay, if that's the way you operate, that's the way you move, that's fine. But that's just not for me. Cause I know it's not sustainable. I've tried it. 
I tried it and I like I told you, I get got down the road and I'm like, Viola Davis is not coming back for the second season. Mm -hmm. Okay. How would you get away with murder? That's how <laughs> I get in a relationship. I would right. let them play with murder. And I, I just could not keep up the act. I couldn't keep up the act. The act had to end. So, well, I thank you guys for talking with me. This was so inspiring. Um, <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much. And we'll be on the lookout for your next episode. I want to thank Carrington and Chelsea for dropping by and chatting with me about their love and giving some helpful tips and advice and sharing their story with us. Also, I want to remind everyone that they're not just an amazing couple, but they also are podcasters. Their podcast is called The Way Love Goes, and you can go to Spotify right now and check that out. Tune in next week when I will be sitting down with my dad for a candid conversation on why dads matter. Until next time, this is Reasons Why with Angel Erica.